When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. New information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt, dirt. Batman Day is this Saturday, actually, September 21st. This year, DC Comics will celebrate the 80th anniversary of Batman by throwing up its iconic bat signal around the world. Cities like New York, Los Angeles, Paris, Tokyo, and London will shine the signal around 8 p.m. That's pretty exciting. Okay, Jennifer Lopez failed miserably trying to fool Ellen DeGeneres. A new game on the Ellen Show is called The Voice on the Phone. A secret celebrity guest calls in and Ellen tries to guess who it is. So, of course, Jennifer Lopez tried to disguise her voice. And Ellen asked her if she was a comedian. Jennifer Lopez lied, said yes. When DeGeneres asked uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez to tell a joke, she asked someone in the room to give her something funny. Um, Of course, Ellen guessed who it was. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Unfortunately, uh, Dwayne Chapman is recovering in Colorado from suffering what may have been a heart attack. He's 66 years old, rushed to the hospital Sunday after he experienced pains in his chest, and he is resting comfortably now. This is just three months after his wife, 51-year-old Beth Chapman, died after a battle with throat cancer. And that's the latest Dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. You learn so much cool stuff. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. So back in an hour. And now... Hey, it's Lisa, the announcer of the week on the Jason and Alexis show. Hey, Lisa. Just like producer Don, I play Pokemon Go. Gotta catch them all. I caught six shiny Turtwicks on Sunday. How'd you do, Don? I like turtles. Anyway, this is PokemonGoPlayer.college. <laughs> Saying, here they are, with producer Don running things, of course. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Once I'm straight, can I still play the clarinet? You can. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming around the world at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not playing the clarinet in the nude, ladies and gentlemen. America's favorite reed-playing instrument player, Alexis Thompson. <laughs> That's the only way to play it, right? Mm-hmm, Come on now. Right. I love when you play that because, you know, my brother played the clarinet and uh, he is gay. So, uh-huh. <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Good morning, Fluffy. 
Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning. Good morning, Tan Mom. Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. Okay. And good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, September 17th, 2019, 6.03 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Constitution Day. Welcome to National Apple uh, Dumpling Day. Welcome to National Monte Cristo Day. Welcome to National Professionals Day. Welcome to National Professional House Cleaners Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. Yes. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. I begin with Alexis Thompson. How the hell is your coffee? Uh, you also missed one. It's 98 days till Christmas. Oh, stop it. Alexis. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm looking at my coffee and it. it's smiling back at me. It's uh, black. It's delicious. It's yeah. piping hot and uh-huh. maze balls. Yeah. Oh, Don McLean. Mine is Colombian and it okay. is uh, really doing a great. I have a migraine that I've had since yesterday, and so oh. it's really working on that. You need caffeine sometimes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we'll see how it does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mine is horrible. iced. Mine is tall. Mine is creamy. But not too creamy. Mm. Mine is sweet, but not too sweet. And mine is celebratory. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. It's Goldilocks. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you said celibate. <laughs> it's that too. Yeah. It's that too. <laughs> mine isn't. Whoa. Obviously, pregnant woman. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's getting it done. Yeah. Yours is. Yep. How's that? Lex, how you doing? Great. How you feeling? Feeling good today. You are feeling good. Yeah, I can tell. I uh, tell in your yeah, voice. Yeah, I I feel good. I don't. You know, allergies. I know are kicking in for a lot of people. Luckily, I'm hopefully not going to have that happen this round. But we shall see. Uh, I was mm-hmm. doing a lot of cooking yesterday, so uh, you know, I feel always accomplished when I do that. You know, just like wow, I'm like I'm a kind of a wifey here. Yeah. You know? Wow, I get some points, and I could do this. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, uh, Tan Mom? Alexis cooked yesterday. Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. Yeah, okay. what's new? Well, yeah. yeah. And probably well, everybody else doesn't care either. But did you, you know, did you uh, get yelled at by your mama again yesterday? Did no. you do anything? Because oh. Alexis's mom's visiting, so yes, she's she is telling visiting. Lex all about herself. Well, yeah, we're getting baby ready. You know, got to get some rooms together, and uh, did some more donations yesterday, which felt fantastic. You know, oh, I was realizing yes. it does seem like a lot, and it is, yeah. but yeah. a lot of I've been doing TV crafty segments for. 12 years, mm-hmm. and I've kept almost every piece of, you know, every step. Sure. The final product. Yeah. The whole thing. And finally, I'm just like, what am I doing? So yeah. half of those bags were just old craft projects that I shared on TV. So it's just time to go. It's time to go. And so uh, anyway, yeah, there was some more of that going on. And um, yeah, and then we just did a whole day of basically cooking. And oh. it felt fantastic we made some traditional filipino dishes see we're gonna get our foodie talk in see you guys no i love this we're gonna yeah. get this in yeah mm-hmm. uh, i made spinach dip we made rice we made tuna salad with pasta we made oh my oh my um goodness. gosh How we did you sleep? roasted uh, squash and oh, sweet potatoes and who the hell are you cooking for uh, yeah we d- it it's was just you on <laughs> hell and your mama well we brought food over to my brother and you know oh, he has four kids and yeah um and you know that's his wife great gift Yes, we brought food over, so that was good. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, we made escabeche, which is this what delicious is fish meal. Uh, it's 
Filipino. Uh-huh. Um, it uses red peppers, onions, vinegar, and it just has this really delicious. You take cod, you batter it, oh. you fry that up, then you bake it, and the flavor just seeps in. And, Ooh. Oh, guys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, boy. So that was good. You know, keeping those traditions going. And I don't know about you guys, but I would live with my mom and dad in a heartbeat again if it wasn't like, are you crazy to want to live yeah. with your parents? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would, but you know. Yeah. I'm just like, I would or, live with my daughter. Or if we had a compound, you uh-huh. know, like our houses were right next to each other and we could walk yeah. and see each other That'd really be easily, you know, with everyone. I just thought, wow, how cool would this be if we could just, you know, we make take turns making meals and we just come mm. over to each other's house and mm. just something like oh, that would be nice. great. Mm-hmm. You have your community, your culture right there. It's just, oh, mm-hmm. my sisters live down the street from each other. Just yeah. like they can see their houses. And I also lived in the same subdivision in just a different part of it. So we could all walk there oh. for, for about, I'd say eight years of my life. That's amazing. Yeah, it mm. was amazing. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> die. No, Jason the only child is yeah. like, man. It's uh, like I'm done. <laughs> I I no. I'm gonna mark myself down as a no on that one, but uh, no, I do it's not really a joke. My brother I, says it too. Yeah. Yeah. W- w- but I say that and I I'm I'm kidding because eventually when I get to be about fifty and I do build South Fork, I'm not kidding. I always said that I will I will build like a separate house on property, a little yeah. like a, and that's where Dar will live. She'll golden girls it uh, with Mama Haas. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the, the, the golden girls it in the in the bunkhouse uh, on on South Fork, but and pro- that's probably going to happen. So I, I I say that, but I'm Dar would need to have her own house though because yeah. we would kill each other. I mean, we would just kill each other. And I, I don't, you know, I don't know if I could live with my mom again. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I can I easily I, see it. I just, wow. Yeah. For me. I, for you, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't need another, like, you wouldn't need her in a separate house? Um, I could see us being in the same house, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And also on house mom. Really? Yeah. All together? Yeah, I could see it all. And my dad, of course, you know, he'd, he'd be there too. Yeah. He's super fun. So, and my brother. Oh my <laughs> She keeps inviting she people on. She keeps inviting more and more people. Very sweet of I, you. I, I love living with other people. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I for and I don't know if this is just because, yeah, I'm one of four kids or that I've always had a roommate. I lived by myself for one semester and I just I, oof, hmm. I did not like it at all. Yeah. Oh, see, so what is I'm that? The, four months? Yeah. And I am the polar opposite. Right. See, I, I oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the polar. I lived by myself <laughs> until I was 33, 34. Right. So it was a huge adjustment when I moved in with my first boyfriend, um, Ryan. That was huge. Lex, you were with me. Uh, I mean, that's we right. knew each other. It was a big. It was, it was a big, a big adjustment for me, yeah. And I'm not saying anything out of school. Colin knows this. We make jokes about it all the time. I, I love my alone time. I mean, I make a joke, uh, you know, w- we should be like Lucy and Desi, you know what I mean? And like have separate, uh, because I, I, and I just, I, I used to feel bad about it, but I just have to own it. I'm 45 now. I'm not going to change. And Oh, yeah. I, I, know thyself. I, yeah, know thyself. And I, I enjoy my alone time. I, I do. 
Now, Dawn, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you were, are you in the middle or are you, are you more Alexis? Well, my situation was that I desperately couldn't wait to get away from my parents, you know, as a 17 year old. And yes. then I had a baby. Uh-huh. So for the first 36 years of my life, I never lived alone. I was with someone else all the time. And so I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> but then when my daughter moved out, when she went to college, I was extremely lonely and sad and wanted yeah. her to come back. And she just had her apartment and she missed me, too. So she just would keep the apartment and then live with me <laughs> and have all her stuff over there and go get stuff every week. To, it, yeah, because yeah, we like each other a lot. So it's yeah. weird. You know, I, I do like to live. Um, I don't know. I, I don't love it right now. I'll be honest with you. I really yeah. like MC and, you know, I miss him every time I'm not with him and. Yeah, I think he feels the same. So, I like that though. That's yeah, nice. yeah. And I haven't ever really experienced that before. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I That's think I good. could definitely live with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, oh. so I There's think you can change. It, you, can, you can change. You can evolve. <laughs> well, yeah. it's so funny when you say that. I so relate. Maybe it is because I'm having a baby. Yeah. Maybe that has a lot to do with going. Oh my gosh, I want my mom closer. You know? Yeah. Because she does live in San Diego, and yeah. so having her here, it's so natural. I think that's part of it. Also, um, you know, just, yeah, to, to just have that community of help and just doing things with each other. And like you, when I was in college or off, you know, applying for colleges, I, I went to Boston. I was yeah, you wanted out to of here. Have your independence for the first time in your life. Yes. Yeah. And I was that kid who I couldn't wait to be an adult. I couldn't wait to have a job, my own car, my own house. Like sure. I was just like, even as like a six year old, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, when I'm an adult, I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's true. I feel like I've done that. And maybe it's just it always calls you back. Maybe I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, if you would like to live in Alexis's compound, <laughs> please call 651. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. Just don't be a butthole. Find your application at alexisthompsoncompound.com. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, kind of true. Uh. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, before we take a break, uh, two little uh, personal notes. I want to say happy birthday to our buddy, Marianne from Brooklyn from the Howard Stern oh. Show. Oh, I needed Jason. Love you. Love you, Marianne. It's her oh. birthday today. Oh, and- oh, oh, oh. And she is a competitor, but you know how I feel about that. Uh, I think it's ridiculous uh, that we don't talk about people. That's why I talk about Kathy Wurzer all the time. Yeah. I, w- I would be remiss not to say congratulations because yes. I know she will return the favor when our very own Alexis gives birth. Uh, Fallon from KDWB had a baby yesterday he with did. her lovely, yes, with her lovely oh, that's husband, Jake. And uh, the the name her name is beautiful. It's Olive Eloise, and oh, I love that. I think that's, that's sweet. So beautiful. So so, so cute. Oh. They're the. I, I said this on the TV show, and um, she's very much like Lex. I mean, she's just. A, they're both sweethearts, and you know, and, and Amelia Santanella Vasilero, Santanella Vasilero. Think think out there how sweet you think they are, and then multiply it by twenty, and that's yeah. that's how sweet Fallon is. And- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, and 
and Jake equally so. He's a really good guy, and they're going to be great parents. So, yes, congratulations! congratulations. To the oh, I yeah. hope her birth was okay and everything. You know, I always, <laughs> you know, I think I Here saw the pictures, goes, and she looked fantastic, and that baby just so precious. And oh my gosh, you know, I just, you just. Hope it went okay, and it looks like it did. So it, you know, I think it did. I want to hear you know the details, but I'll do that on private <laughs> oh time. Yes, we yeah. love. Oh, here she goes. Uh, Good job, Alan. Oh, thank, baby thank time. Thank goodness we have a commercial. Yeah, we got to go. Asking, yeah. She's getting ready to. She's yeah, getting ready the, to call Fallon. Yeah. Yeah, I'll ask her myself. Don't worry about it. Fallon, look at that baby. Come out of your vagina. Yeah, <laughs> Fallon would actually appreciate and laugh her butt off at that question. Yes. 6.15, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. The biggest, hugest, biggest story of the day coming up in the next segment. Meanwhile, right now, welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Everything. Hello, buddy. Hello, buddy. Hello. Hello. I'm Jace with Lex and America's favorite Don McLean, Don McLean. Um, Hi-ya. So I did thank you for setting me up perfectly there. You're welcome. The producers, the producers over at the Jason Show love to torture me, so they send me out on these stories that we call fish out of water. And I did another one yesterday, and uh, oh, what did I get myself into? Uh-oh. I I learned martial arts yesterday. <gasps> Fun. I did taekwondo and jujitsu. Oh. And uh, I didn't even know there was a wardrobe change, too. I had to change. I didn't know the robes were different. Uh, so I had a costume change mid, which I loved. Um, I did. I had a costume change. But, uh, wow. First of all, um, this the, 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 uh, the, the guy showed me how to... Uh, like kind of take someone down mm. if they're if they're close to you and then pin them down and then basically like lock lock their their arm and lock their foot so that you can just flip them like flip them on their back and get on top of them so it Whoa. was well it was weird because the guy at first he was like okay come in and like hug me and I was like, oh, okay. Because, you know, he was kind of cute. So I was like, sure, okay. So, <laughs> oh, and then, no. so then I hugged him. And then I, I hugged him. And then he wasn't so cute because he threw me to the ground, girl. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. That's what pinned, you get. I know. And pinned me like uh, Nala did with baby Simba. And I was mm. like, oh, pinned you again. And he pinned me. And I was like, oh, buy a girl a vodka soda first. Because, th- th- I mean, he was all <laughs> up in my grills. And and then he taught me um, how to kick. So he had that like that uh, like this the weeble wobble thing that I had to kick with my foot. So I got into got into a Ralph Macchio stance, and then I couldn't kick the weeble wobble. It took me like four times, but I eventually knocked it down. Well, then he said, "Okay, the next thing with Taekwondo is you're gonna break a board with your bare feet." Nice. And I said, are you serious? You and got, I got those very, big toes, Jace, you know? Well, I thought that big toe itself could take the board out. <laughs> oh, and I thought, because if people don't know, um, I have a very large big toe. I would be a size 12, but that toe makes it a size 13. Yeah, um, you have four, good stability, you know? Yeah, 14 in a Nike. But anyway, so I... so he, <laughs> Two he, sizes in a Nike? Yeah, I'm a 14 <laughs> so Nike. I'm not joking. Yeah. yeah, they're very... Thank you, Dawn. You know this. That's <laughs> right, yes. Nike shoes are very uh-huh. narrow. I have to either get a 13 wide or a 14, but I digress. 
yes. Anyway. Mm, anyway, yes. So they had me practice on this um, on this plastic board that can separate. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it took me about three three kicks to break the plastic uh, or separate the plastic practice board with my feet. Yeah. So I got so I got real nervous and I looked at my photographer. And they handed me the board, and the board was really thick. It was thicker than I thought it was going to be. And I look, I look at my Mr. Miyagi, and I said, "No, dude, this is for TV. We're just being goofy. Do you really think I can break this board?" And he said, "Absolutely." And I thought, "Okay." Yeah. So I got I got in my stance, and um, I was hearing Peter Cetera in the background from Karate Kid Part Two, and uh, the glory of love, and I (laughs) the power, and I I was hearing that in the background. And uh, I got my stance. I, I I put my left foot behind my right foot, and I went yeah. And I did it. Girl broke it right in half on my first try. Yes. Right in half. Now I will tell you, as I'm telling you the story, my right side hurts. I think when he took me down, <laughs> oh. I managed. I managed to. I managed to pull a muscle. Not pull a muscle, but I was using muscles I've never used in my life before. So I'm a little sore on my right side. But I will tell you, they have like they have women like self defense classes, and. This was a hell of a workout. I, I might go back. My point, I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. stepped out of my valuable comfort zone. Skills? Yes. Great I, ste- I stepped out of my comfort zone and I liked it. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> yeah, Jason stepping I, hey, out of his comfort zone. Yeah, do it as often as possible. That's what life is about. Well, maybe. We'll be back, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. The home of good, good food is Howard Johnson's. Now have Howard Johnson's good, good food at home. Howard Johnson's is such a friendly place to have good food. And the next best thing to eating out at Howard Johnson's is eating out at home with Howard Johnson's frozen foods. Howard Johnson's now takes tender, ocean-fresh fillets of haddock and bakes them in a rich cheddar and tomato sauce, then quick-freezes them for you to serve in minutes. And there are so many other Howard Johnson's frozen foods at your grocer's now. Howard Johnson's delicious macaroni and cheese, shrimp croquettes with a sherry Newberg sauce, chicken croquettes with a creamy fricassee sauce, and more. The home of good, good food is Howard Johnson's. Now have Howard Johnson's good, good food at home. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey, hey, Rude. we're right, Rocco. We're right here. And by the way, uh, Don McLean's favorite sauce is the frickety sauce, uh, fricassee, the fricassee sauce. That's yeah, right. it is the frickety sauce. Frickety, right. frickassee sauce. I thought he said right. freaky deaky sauce. Freaky deaky sauce. That's my favorite sauce. Freaky deaky sauce. Don uses it in every one of her interactions. That's right. Yes. It's spicy. Mm-hmm. 6.32, Jason and Alexis <laughs> in the morning. Oh. Uh, or as B. Arthur calls us, just the morning show. That's yeah, right. that's right. I'm, I'm Jace with Lex and the aforementioned uh, fricassee sauce-eating <laughs> Don McClain. <laughs> it is time. Hold on to your wigs and keys and granny panties because it is time for the biggest story of the now, day. Now the big deal. It's time for the... It's massive. It's so big you wouldn't even believe it. This is huge news. What's so big about it? 
What's so big about it is it's about SNL. Hello, Here's, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Hello. We don't even know who you are. Goodbye. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, this broke oh. yesterday after we went off the air. SNL, here's the headline from Deadline. Uh, new SNL cast member uh, Shane Gillis fired over racial slur use. So this dude, uh, Shane Gillis, um, and if you knew who he was before the story came out, please raise your hand. Anybody? Uh, he was hired. So that's good news, right? I was thinking about this. I mean, this is what most comedians want. I don't want yeah. to say all, but this is, you, you want SNL. It's so hard to get on that show. Yeah. It's yes. good enough to be offered a position. Yeah. So, uh, so you get, so here's the story. You get SNL. They send the press release. NBC sends your little photograph out. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. You're on SNL and it's good news. Oh, whoops. And then quicker than you can say, Shane Gillis, uh, people uncover one of your old routines Oops. where you just happen to make, um, several racial slurs, a homophobic slur and a sexist slur. Um, so on a podcast, ca- yeah, yeah. So yeah, not one of his routines. A podcast interview. Thanks, Lex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's um, here's what the SNL spokesperson said on behalf of Lauren Michaels, because Lauren is far too busy to do interviews. <laughs> uh, quote: After talking with Shane, we have decided that he will not be joining SNL. We want SNL to have a variety of voices and points of view within the show, and we hired Shane on the strength of his talent as a comedian and impressive audition for SNL. We were not aware of his prior remarks that have surfaced over the past few days. The language he used is offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable. We are sorry that we did not see these clips earlier and that our vetting process was not up to our standard. Mm. What do you guys think? Mm. Well, I think ultimately they made the right choice only because this will have overshadowed the, overshadowed the entire season if you had stayed on. Yeah. Um, yes, there are a lot of other comedians that deserve that break as well. As you said, it's really hard to get onto the show in the first place. Um, yes, they have to look at their vetting process for sure. And I think in some ways they've done him a favor because it, that he that stigma would have been on him the entire the time. Whole, and, his whole run. And maybe rightfully so. Now, Rob Schneider, who was a former SNL cast member, um, his tweet, I thought, wow, all right. And the, also, he's Asian. He's half Filipino. He says that, you know, he's sorry that you had the misfortune of being a cast member during the era of co- cultural unforgiveness, which comedic misfires are subject to the intolerable inquisition of those who never risked bombing on stage themselves. So he makes a good point as well. Now, hmm. that could also just be, you know, it because you're on a bigger, it's a bigger, broader stage. Maybe that might, you know, as you're open to more criticism for sure. At the same time, I think there's room for forgiveness, but maybe just not doing it on the national stage like this. His next steps will be critical. Dawn? I feel like uh, what's behind this is, I'm sure, since it's such a competitive business, that um, other comedians saw that he got the gig and I, I don't think he should be working for them. Don't get me wrong here, but I think probably what happened is that someone said, oh, let me point out some things about this guy and sent SNL clips going, did you hear what he said one time on this podcast? Oh, I think it's other and comedians. Doug, oh, yeah, for sure. 
people that, you know, it's a very competitive industry. You know, major comedians out there have auditioned several times and don't get it. You know, it's like every major comedian you see, most of them have auditioned for SNL at some point, sometimes multiple times. So I think, you know, it's a, it's a nasty business. You know, there's competition. People are, you know, I, I just, that's what I see. Wow. happened going oh really well let me show you about this guy because you don't know who you just hired mm. you know and they probably maybe they've done the same thing doesn't matter if you've ever said anything at all controversial in this of, era you yes. just can't be hired can't by a major now. network yeah. you just can't how do we feel about that though what, what i i gotta tell you rob rob schneider's I'm so yes, glad you, you had that. That ma- that makes me think. Mm-hmm. And I, I said it before when we were talking about Bill Maher and James Corden. I only paused because you know I I, I wasn't conflicted. Don't misunderstand me with the with the Corden Bill Maher thing. My pause was only because I I agree with Bill on on just a few things. I agree with him on this cancel culture thing. It really does drive me crazy. And yes, I, I'm a little more sensitive to it because we do a job like this. Yeah. We we do a job where we speak freely and live without a net for three hours a day. And inevitably we in in the heat of trying to make someone laugh, we may inadvertently make a comment that is offensive, you know. Oh, Phil, jokes, misfires, it's so yes. true. So I, I, when you read that tweet from Rob Schneider, he's absolutely right. Because yeah. I'm sure if we had a full list of every cast member that has ever been hired by SNL, and you went back, let's go to, let's go to the 90s era. Let's go back to Lovitz and, and Carvey. And I'm sure if we pulled some past gigs from them mm-hmm. there is there's material in there that we now in 2019 looking at it through a new lens would find offensive and unacceptable so rob is right on that point the spectrum but it, but of is that progress right but is that progress though is that is mm. that a bad thing oh i think that also people are more willing to speak up and say you know what that's not funny yeah and I, that's inappropriate so can we Joke about something else. You don't have to be racist or sexist or any of those fill in the blanks in -hmm. order to be funny. It's just not funny anymore. That whole spectrum of appropriate, it always shifts. So, you know, whether that's in in that bubble or not, that's always, you know, kind of know the times that this this is a this is more of a recent podcast that this guy was on, too. This wasn't 20 years ago. You know, I I wish we could hear the clip because then, you know, we're just talking here about what we think you know, was said, but I would like to hear it. I yeah, would too. I read yeah. some of the transcripts of it. So you're right. You're missing tone and everything, but yeah, what, what was he said to him before or who was yeah, in the room? The context I don't know. of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 from a business point of view, I don't think SNL had any choice. Yeah. They did the right thing there. I think they had to do, I think they had to do it because the entire, his entire, run as you said lex at the beginning of this conversation would have been tainted by he never Uh, would have escaped this nope this would have been this would have been over his head his entire time there and the other cast members too mm -hmm. like you can't you can't go on and you know make fun of it when you are the cultural story you know (laughs) yeah and because then then that could you risk also being offensive that way too so it's just mm. 
mm-hmm. made a joke. He uh, after the firing or after the mutual decision yes. to explore SNL gave him the opportunity to explore other options. I love when HR people say that. What does that uh, mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, after that, he tweeted on his uh, Twitter account. He goes, "I was a Mad TV guy anyway." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoops. I wonder uh, why. You know, I don't know if they have to be public about letting people go like how is this like okay you're on the cast list you're not um i just think for the guy's career in the future i don't know who dug up that he was let go i I feel a little bit like oh can he just be fired in private does he have to Mm -hmm. be publicly shamed now because we're in a public shaming culture where we love to shame people I agree and, with you, but and, can you do that no. when you're on SNL? Nope. I, you know what I yeah, mean? Fans would demand Knowing why he wasn't on the list. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. It was such a public, like, guess what? We got three new people. Yeah. yeah. And then it was like, no, actually, just two. Yeah. You'd be like, wait a second, what happened to that dude? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got mail. Panda writes to us. Hi, girl. Panda writes, hey. uh, I think Rob Schneider has a point, but you can also make jokes about other groups without using slurs. Yeah. Also, uh, dude, the comedian Shane, had an opportunity to apologize. By the way, uh, many, and myself included, she said, read it. It was the equivalent of, I'm sorry that you feel that mm. way. So it wasn't an apology. It was the, well, I'm sorry that you took my joke, which everybody knows that's not really an apology. That's putting it on the person, the receiver. So uh, it is uh, 642. Yep. We are going to take a very, very small break. Madonna has a new concert strategy that I think that I think makes a lot of sense. It really does. Madge, we're loving you. Right now, though, September prizes in listener rewards. It's fantastic. They're fantastic. Movie passes galore. You can win uh, movie passes to the Goldfinch, Abom- Abom- Abominable, or Downton Abbey, or tickets to the Children's Theaters Company uh, new production, uh, Gloria, A Life of the History uh, Theater, or tickets to see Oprah's 2020 Vision Tour. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, find out more about listener rewards by going to our website. My Time talk to seven. Up. Yeah, sign up right now, especially if you want those Uber tickets. Coming up on 643, that Madonna story coming up next. Jonas Brothers were in St. Paul last night. Oh, at the yeah. Cell Energy Center. <laughs> Dawn, Dawn, did you go to the concert? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, good. I didn't want to admit it. That's why I have a migraine today because right. I was up so late. It's all right, girl. I Lex, you were there too, right? Yeah, we both went backstage. Oh, yeah, yeah. we got to meet him. Oh, I saw the funniest picture. There were three girls. Each had one word on their front of their t shirt Let Kevin sing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seriously? Oh, yes. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Oh, he plays the guitar and yeah. he does a little bit of harmonies, but yeah. Yeah. Well, every band, every band has a Chris Kirkpatrick. You know what I mean? There's True. always, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's your older brother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes. Sorry, oh. poor Kevin. Oh, poor but Kevin. yeah, how? I mean, oh. they've got great fans. They're just they, oh. they go cuckoo, cray cray. No, really, Lex. Yeah, I, I yeah, don't yeah. know anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never. How, how do do we have any context I, for this? Oh, jeez, I wonder. I Hmm. I don't know what what are these what Joe Bro them? fans? Yeah, which you one were did talk- we talk to? I can't remember. What we talked to we talked to Joe. Joe. Oh, it was we Joe. talked to Joe. I knew it wasn't Kevin. <laughs> no, and it was no. Oh. It was married Joe. to Santa Stark, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was Joe and 
I, I mean, wow. he's probably much different now, but I'm not kidding. And Alexis will back mm-hmm. me up. We did this interview and it had to be about, well, it was before I met Colin and we've now been together seven years. So it had to be about eight years ago. Yeah. Because uh, I know where I was and that era, we were at Ocean Air and I know when I used to hang out oh. there. So and one of my favorite bead stores was closing. Because I started getting all of the tweets when I was leaving the store. Yeah. Because yeah, we, you we just we went you, well. You went off because <laughs> they went, went off, off on, first. <laughs> yeah, I went off on social media, Don, because we had interviewed <laughs> Joe that afternoon. Okay. And it was like talking to a can of Ugh. air cheese. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was like, so distracted. Was, I've had oh, interviews like that. Yeah. It oh, was rough horrible. Road. It was a rough road. He said maybe seventeen words. So I went on Twitter. And I said that I uh, well, Jace. Actually, even before that, oh, yeah. um, only because I I I remember pulling this clip and posting it, and so we you know said said before he came on, yeah, on Twitter we'd said, oh, guess what, Joe Jonas is joining us. This is great. So then they asked, okay, put the clip up. And what oh, happened yeah. was we took a break. Oh, yeah. When we came back, we just said, look, we got to be real here. If that felt uncomfortable to you, think about how it made us feel. Uh, he didn't say. A, Hardly any words. No. And then, so the fans heard that. Yes, that's right. And then went to Twitter and, woo, the stuff they were saying. They, uh, my favorite, and this is the one that we always quote, this like 14-year-old girl said (laughs) that she wanted to cut my testicles off and send me to North Korea. And that was probably... You know, when a 14-year-old tells you that, that's the highlight of your career right there. Mm. Um, uh-huh. yeah. And she had uh, a lot of backers on the sending us to North Korea. Yeah. Uh, that, that got a lot of retweets. We're like, wait a second, what? But <laughs> my favorite, of course, were your reactions, Jace. Oh, yeah, because I... Call me went... when your voice drops. <laughs> Call me when uh, you get your first pubes. I mean, you were like, just, I was like, geez. <laughs> I, I know. Lex is like, this is, this was the first time Alexis told me to stop engaging yeah. on social media. This was the beginning yeah. of Alexis trying to tell me to not engage with, with the crazy people on social media. Oh. She was texting. She called me laughing and oh. jokingly scolding me at the same time. She's like, Jay, stop. She goes, you're yelling at children. You're arguing with children. They're like 12-year-olds. In Australia. Like, we were getting attacked by kids in Australia. Oh, gosh, it was hysterical. And, oh. yeah, anyway, that's that's that. So, anyway, I'm sure they're great now in interviews. And oh, I hear yes. the con- I just read a review, and the 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 uh, they got a good review. So yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. We're, we're all older now. So holy crap! What? what? Un- unpaid, you got mail. Unpaid researcher Phil Jones. Yeah, I don't know how he did this. Found a tweet from our then producer Marley McMillan. Hi, Biggs. Hey, Mark. The day of the interview. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. This wow. is the tw- oh, this I'm is scared. the quote. This is the quote that I said, Lex. Oh. I go. I have to be honest. It was like talking to a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that make any fan upset? <laughs> oh gosh, Marley tweeted that out. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to know how oh. Phil Jones found that, but yeah. yeah. So it was 2013, Lex. Uh, okay. Th- yeah, yeah, I guess I was with Colin, oh but yeah. Oh my gosh! So, wow. Six years ago. Wow. That is so funny. That oh. was a trip.
I've interviewed up, uh, yeah, oh. plenty of people that are the number one worst interview. Who was so rude? American Idol Lee DeWise. Oh, really? Oh. Why would he have any oh, reason to be a douche? My God. You have no idea how rude he was to us. I was in Springfield, Missouri. He was in Branson performing with a bunch of other American Idols because they brought in like. Uh, at this one uh, theater, they brought in like 10 of them over the summer yeah. and put them up all summer. And like they would rotate out who was there. He was one of the winners of American Idol, but he was extremely rude. He just stopped talking. He was live in the studio with us and he just started flipping through oh. a magazine because he didn't want to answer some questions. Now, our questions weren't anything about his personal life or anything rude. We weren't being snarky. I think we asked him, which we asked every guest. I don't care if it was we had Oprah on or whoever. Our thing, my thing was to ask, would you rather be a werewolf or a vampire? It's just a fun question. Yeah. It gets them off of like, especially if it's people who have like weird personal stories out there that they don't want to talk about on the radio. Don't worry. We're not going to make you uncomfortable. Right. It's a fun little thing. Uh uh-uh. uh. He was like, what? And he was like, this is stupid. And then he just started reading a People magazine and he literally stopped, would just talk to the other person next to him. And we're like, oh, okay, so you're not going to talk anymore? Oh. But then he stayed you're in the studio. Yeah, he wow. was extremely like beyond what you could tolerate super arrogant and we're like hmm. okay well what's he doing now exactly if he, he's yeah. performing he's performing at joe's boat palace <laughs> in uh, sandusky ohio oh yeah wow. i've never had anyone be that rude it was really over the top i thought yeah, he probably it's... thinks he can get away with that and just yeah well you can't no you can't you gotta be nice to everybody well, turn it on you don't know, yeah, uh, because, yeah. That's uh, a fun question anyway, because you're right. It speaks a lot about who you are. Are yeah. you on Team Jacob or Edward? Yeah, it's just, it's just a fun little question for people well, to break out of again, the normal. Right. You're not Diana Ross. Who the <laughs> hell do you think you are? <laughs> you're lucky Don McLean from McLean in the Morning is even speaking to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. You this is what we think went on. I was obsessed with Elliot Yamin, and he was there also. Oh, and that guy is so nice. He came in and surprised me. I started crying. And so he was jealous that mm. Elliot was getting all this attention. Um, and, uh, you know, at the oh. concert, Elliot sang right to me. I had front center tickets. So I kind of but I was nice to Lee. I mean, I wasn't yeah. like ignoring right, him. Tom. It was. Yeah. It's so He's this. <laughs> way to end the six o'clock hour <laughs> project don and dirty masterpiece is taking place october 23rd to the 25th at the minneapolis college of art and design we're going to be raising money for art related charities our show will be related uh we'll be raising money for mcat's scholarship program ticket information is coming soon we'll be back right after these words